the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Financial questions? Bring them on. Do you need to know if you've saved enough for retirement? Well, you better have an answer to that one before you retire. Are you self-employed and you just realized, oh, crap, taxes suck? Because your whole life you've worked for a company that paid the taxes for you. Are you looking to build wealth beyond your 401k and set up setting up an empire? I was lucky enough to do that. When I was 18, I made the bold decision that I wanted to retire when I was 35. When I got to 35, I wanted to have a baby. Because I kept seeing Meryl Streep saying, Dango ain't my baby. And for some reason, I wanted a baby. I want to hang it out. I want to hang out with dingoes. And you see what I'm saying? So at 35, I was like, I, I, I want to have some kids. And I had two kids. And I'm happy and proud of them beyond belief. They're the joys of my life. But I looked around at colleges and I was like, things are a little bit tougher than they were for me 20 years ago. So I want to take care of my babies. Because I don't want a dingo to eat my baby. And I don't want financial system to eat my baby. But I don't want to elect Elizabeth Warren because she's going to give colleges for free. Uh, that doesn't make sense to me. So I'm like, oh, I got to take care of my kids. I got to set them up with money so they can be public school teachers or veterinarians. I have a thing for public school teachers. I had the biggest crush on a, in second grade on a public school teacher. I always wanted to marry a public school teacher. I just found them to be the salt of the earth, the best human beings on the planet. And then what, what do we do to them? We saddle them with debt that they can't possibly pay back. So then they have to marry some rich oil tycoon. Not me. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, I was reading some testimony by... Um, we came up with this public service thing in 2007, Congress did. That if you work in the public for a public service and you've paid X amount of your loans on time, that there will be loan forgiveness. Of which, so far, this College Cost Reduction and Access Act of 2007, it was supposed to help public sector employees from teachers to public health and law enforcement public service workers. Um, so far, it's, it's, requ- it's, it's approved less than 1% of the people who've applied for it. And a lot of people did exactly what they were told to do. As far as never missing loans, you have to pay back your loans for 10 years. Um, so you had to show like you really gave it a good college try, so to speak. Um, there's something wrong with our society where teachers somehow are going to four-year schools, somehow are getting $110,000, $120,000 in debt, and then they, they're hired at $35,000, $40,000. It doesn't make sense. Um, it's sad. 
it's an indictment on our system of why we are not the greatest country in the world. When there's so many things you could say that we are the greatest country in the world. So I have a police officer friend. I'm going to just call him Officer Friendly. He's from San Leandro. He's a great guy. Great wife, great kids. Just a great human being. For two months, he was asking me about, about Beyond Meat. For two months, he was asking about it. Like, hey, you think I should buy Beyond Meat? I'm like, I don't really do IPOs that are up 100%. Hey, I don't really do IPOs that are up 200%. Hey, I don't really do IPOs for three, 300%. So now that it's gone from 250 back down to 150 he's not asking me about it. And the shares are starting to look yummy to me. Because I do believe that the companies beyond and impossible are doing the best they can to make alternative meats taste appropriate. I just don't want my alternative meats to taste like smashed peas. Like that just makes me want to have a mouse who's on his last legs, who's eaten poison, crawl in my mouth, vomit, then die. Like smashed peas don't do it for me. But some analysts are coming out looking at Beyond Meat now, and they're going, looks interesting. It was a police officer who wanted it. I was like, dude, you should be looking at, at quality names like Visa and Disney. And then go arrest pimps and things like that. And I'm not saying San Leandro is pimps. I'm not saying that. I'm backing off that statement. I retract it completely. Um, but I found it interesting that some of the people who struggle the most um, with good investment advice tend to want to speculate the most with bad ideas. Americans on the whole are behind in the race to save for retirement. And one of the things I started with was you have questions. Do you have enough save for retirement? How can I reduce my taxes? I'm self-employed. Um, I'm experiencing a life changing event. I want to know that'll be okay. Financially. I'm looking to transfer my wealth to my children in a tax efficient manner. I'm looking to build more wealth now while I'm in my thirties and forties so that later in life I'll have you know, that ability. So there's um, super fantastic downloadables at newfocusfinancial.com. All of those questions have answers, and CFP Chadburn and myself have done a nice job of creating some resources that you can download. With that in mind, applying for Social Security benefits, 10 pillars of retirement income planning, how much do you need to retire, uh, will your nest eggs grow into retirement nest eggs that you need it to? Those are all good things to start thinking about, in my opinion, because Americans are falling behind in saving for retirement. 62% of Americans say they need to catch up and build up their nest eggs. That's not a good number. Millennials say they'll hit downtown restaurants and clubs less often to save more for retirement, and yet they don't. Generation Xers like myself, I could, well, I'm not going to say me. I got a friend from North Carolina. His son is just the goofiest kid I've ever met. He's one of those kids that doesn't eat um, gluten. Barely eats anything is what it comes down to. Uh, but he's from North Carolina. He's from the mountains of North Carolina. That's hardcore. Like, they didn't have running water in his house. Like, that's hardcore. And he came out here, he went to college, got a degree in bioengineering or something like that. Bought a home, got some stock options. He's done incredibly well. And he said to me the other day, I'm cashing out. I've hit the lottery in the house and I've hit the lottery. Like, I could buy 10 houses, 20 houses back in North Carolina. 
I'm like, you sure you want to live in North Carolina? He's like, yep. So he's downsizing in order to hit his retirement goals. Sooner rather than later, he wants to raise his kid. I get it. He's got two kids, actually. Uh, Generation Xers are in the worst shape. Those are people who are 39 to 53. 73% of us say we have to make up ground. That's not good. No bueno. Downsize, dial back, brew your own. I could never, ever brew my own alcohol. It would be a stark indictment of how much I drink. Well, how many bottles do you need? Well, okay, seven times six times 250. A lot. 71% of boomers, 62% millennials, and 52% of generation Xers are confident they'll be able to retire by 65 or earlier. And yet, no one has the money, and they're all saying they're behind. 58% of Americans think that a million dollars is enough to retire comfortably on. It's not. A million dollars will pay you $40,000 a year till the day you die. That's with no hiccups or accidents or anything like that in, in the process. Roofs, what have you. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. The downloadables are at newfocusfinancial.com under resources. Check them out. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. The other day it was National Batman Day. I think we have too much time on our hands as a nation when we have National Batman Day. And I know you can go back and go, well, he's certainly made a lot of money for the movie theaters and certainly done good for kids reading comic books. I'm fine with kids reading comic books, but you get the idea. Uh, it seems like we just have a little bit too much time on our hands, to be honest with you. Elizabeth Warren took a poll lead in Iowa. And I'm only talking right now as a Wall Street person. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> I can feel the, the hate starting to already boil up. One of the funniest things I do is, um, does anyone else get a kick out of going on Nextdoor? Um, it's the website about your neighborhood. I love old people. There's an old person who wrote, you know, I watch all the school moms driving kids to school and they're speeding on Wellington and th- this road and it's like a freeway on the side streets. And I'm like, I'm like, I'll post something like, you sure you're just not old and moving really slow? Because I don't think they're speeding. I just think you're slow and moving slow. (laughs) The amount of hate I get on those. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. People have way too much time on their hands to complain. Anyhow, I am digressing. Um, Upgrades today? Nothing really jumps out at me. KKR was upgraded to buy from neutral at Bank of America. Kimberly Clark was upgraded to overweight from equal weight. PS Business Parks upgraded to neutral. Blah, blah, blah. Like, none of these names are really jumping out at me. Schnitzer Steel. Downgraded to sell from neutral at Goldman. Target lowered to $23. I know one of the Schnitzers. <laughs> and his brother Wiener makes a delicious hot dog. Wiener Schnitzer. No. Um... Yes. 
800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Wall Street's really freaked out about Elizabeth Warren because she's basically attacking capitalist institutions. And she's not really given a lot of information. Um, Senator Warren seems to be the main rival at this point in time against Joe Biden. I'm not sure why I'm talking politics, but I am. Bernie Sanders is in there for sure. And Wall Street's saying there's, there'd be a bear market. If Warren got elected, Wall Street would fall 25%. Okay. That's got my attention. It's not going to upset me too much, but it's got my attention. Wall Street's taken notice of her surge. Bank stocks aren't doing particularly well in the United States, and I wonder why, if it's low interest rates and they're not making enough money on their, their trades um, and their, their loans, or if it's fear of Elizabeth Warren. She is writing what is referred to as a great awakening. The Democratic Party is sharply moving to the left. Donald Trump was the right's answer to populism. Warren, along with Bernie Sanders, is the left's embodiment of the populist spirit. She has taken over Sanders to consolidate her support on the left. She's got a pretty well-oiled machine in virtually every state that she set up her um, election campaign. Um, she has singled out Amazon.com, Facebook, and Alphabet's Google as companies that should be broken up. Now, I happen to live 5 to 10 miles from Facebook. And I happen to live 5 to 10 miles from Alphabet, Google. 5 to 10 miles from, like, you hear, see what I'm saying? Now, Amazon is considered a Seattle company, but, man, Californians love the services. And Facebook, for their part, Mark Zuckerberg went to Congress last week informally because he's trying to, you know, politic at this point in time. If Facebook were to get broken up, it would probably unlock a lot of shareholder value in the short term. But in the long term, a lot of jobs would leave California is likely. Let's just say likely. So what would that do to the wealth in the Bay Area? Would it even things? Would it make the people who are making $100,000 a year be able to afford a house? It probably could, yeah. And yet, because I own a house, I'm kind of like going, I'm scared of Elizabeth Warren. I'm not, I'm really not going to tell you my politics today, but I'm kind of, that's the narrative I'm framing for you right now. Warren also favors raising taxes. Now, I tend to fall into the camp that I said this when I was poor. I said this when I was a college student. Um, I don't think our government does a good job of spending our tax money. So you hear about like the $800 wrench that the U.S. Army bought. That's just like an example. It's probably not fair. But it feels like our tax money is not spent terribly wisely. So she wants to impose a 2% wealth levy on households worth, with a net worth over $50 million. 3% on homes with a fortune over $1 million. She wants to raise $2.75 trillion over 10 years. That would fund universal health care, a green new deal, and pay off most student loans. She's no fan of free trade, so she doesn't. She would 
China would hate her. She wants those jobs in America more than Trump wants those jobs in America. And I kind of want the jobs in China and other countries, even though they don't support human rights like the United States does, even though they don't support environmental standards like the United States does. I like them because they make my Nikes for cheap. They make our computer stuff for cheap. And that's just me being selfish, not political, right? So she would be very interesting to see what happens in the White House and our and our economy. Since 1952, no incumbent has lost while unemployment was falling, except for Gerald Ford. He got the boot in the wake of the Watergate scandal. Nothing is sticking at this point in time to Trump, and it seems. So there you go. There's uh, Wall Street's view on Elizabeth Warren. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Well, this is nice and smooth. I could drink a White Claw, sit on my couch, move my couch outside, sit under the stars on a couch, drink a White Claw. That's what this song makes me think of. Or I could pour gasoline in my eyes and stab them. That's the other thing this song makes me think of. <laughs> As the wife would say, why are you such a jerk? Why are you so mean to people? That person recorded that song. He didn't want to hear you pouring gasoline in your eyes and stabbing yourself. It was so bad. I'm like, you said it was bad, not me. Um, a lot of people are talking recession. And I, I should talk about it because I, I try to be the voice of the man. A gauge of employment in the United States service industry has pointed to job losses for the first time in about a decade. Okay, okay. So unemployment's low. First time unemployment claims are still very positive, although maybe creeping a little higher, but still very positive on their own. And maybe they didn't get so low, maybe they wouldn't be where they are now. Maybe they could have been steadier along the way, so to speak. But services account for a large portion of our economy. We're not a manufacturing economy anymore. You know, 250 years ago, we were a farming economy. And that's why we report non-farm payrolls. <laughs> You're like, really? So farming is just not what it used to be, per se, to the overall economy, right? Manufacturing, not what it used to be. We came out of World War II, and we were scratching our heads. Like, we got these amazing factories that can build ships, and what else can they build? They can build tanks and what else, jeeps, and what else can they build? And we were like, ooh, we better start making dishwashers. We need dishwashers and, and laundry machines and, and refrigerators. And because we weren't Germany... We bombed the hell out of Germany. And we weren't England, who Germany bombed the hell out of England. Our factories were still standing up. So that's one of the reasons we had a big economic boom. Was because we were ready for that manufacturing. And then we kind of got the manufacturing jobs and we looked around and said, Rosa? Rosie? You like working here? Rosie's like, no, I want to find a man and like settle down and make babies. 
And then that led to like service economies because when you settle down, you have people come to your home and you're like, I had a really tough day of taking the kids to school. I need a massage. I can't cook. I can't cook anymore. I got to go out to dinner. Service economy, right? So U.S. job gains will show will slow further. That's expected at this point in time. After a four-month figure that was blended, so it's an average, it hits the lowest level since 2012. There are absolutely signs that part of our economy is contracting. And the services part is a big part. And I just kind of want to throw it out there for you because I'm okay with recessions. That's the next thing I have to say. My job's not exactly at risk. And if it were, I, I would do everything I can to make sure I'm good with that. I don't own anything crazy like Beyond Meat. I told you I, I cooked with Beyond Meat. Loved the experience. Hated the price. Nine ninety nine for a pound of ground red stuff that substitutes for hamburger is more expensive than five ninety nine for the same pound of red stuff that actually is hamburger. But you're not eating red meat, and you're only supposed to eat red meat once every two weeks. I get it. I get it. I'm going to die long before you, but the price was a little negative. But I don't really need stock in Beyond Meat. I love the trend. <clears throat> but I'm not, like, I'm ready for a recession because I've cut kind of like speculation out. I like to speculate about speculation. No, I like to moderate my moderation. That's me. I'm more of a white claw guy than I am a hard liquor guy. Hard liquor makes me crazy. I don't do it. Amazon price target was lowered to 2200 from 2300 at Morgan Stanley on higher fulfillment costs associated with one-day shipping. What a miracle Amazon is, right? Are you with me or against me? I needed... I needed makeup because I looked like a dork on TV with the wrong makeup. And I was like, oh, I, I need some filter. I need some filter. And I got online and... Boom, it's there the next day. I look good on TV. You can see me on my Facebook page, Cron4 Rob Black, or I hate Rob Black at Facebook. I post my videos on occasion there when I feel like it. Spirit Airlines was downgraded to equal weight from overweight. Man, I don't know anyone who has ever said, I really love Spirit Airlines. You see a little bit of that with Southwest. And you're like, really? You love it? I love it. 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 People get kind of crazy with it. So, thank you very much. I've missed her. Um, There's a publicly traded company called Simon Properties. And I kind of like it. It is a real estate investment trust. And I bring this up because this weekend I did a seminar where I talked about income and retirement. And investing in real estate. And the one thing I didn't tie together that I kind of wish I tied together, we only we did it in like two hours. It was too short of a time. But one thing that I kind of wanted to tie together was Simon uh, buying REITs, real estate investment trusts, in lieu of buying commercial real estate. I People love, people love the concept of real estate in California. And I get it. A lot of the wealth that I know in California, like I know this guy who is not very attractive, met his wife 
on a dating app. And his dad owns a real estate development company for the last 60 years. Owns a house on 13 Mile Run or whatever that is down in Monterey by the golf course, Pebble Beach. And they live a good life because daddy bought real estate 50 years ago. I get people's desire for that. But then there's a commercial for you can get 9% returns the way banks make money on real estate. It's not quite true because banks tend not to go to the public and say, we need cash so we can lend money to people who want to buy real estate. Banks have the cash to lend people who want to buy real estate. So we get questions about that all the time of like, what do you think about hard money loans? I hate hard money loans. They're not regulated. And I hate real estate where you have to have a partner who you never get to meet. I don't even like real estate with a partner. But at least if I, I know the guy or the know the lady, I feel better about it. But one of the companies I really wanted to talk about was real estate investment trust, Simon Properties. Because I think that's how most people should own real estate. I know a lady who's got kids and her husband died of cancer. And I'm like, why do you want to own real estate? Why do you want to own, like, why do you want to be a landlord? Simon Property will be the landlord for you. It's a real estate investment trust. They own, develop, manage regional shopping malls, outlet malls, boutique malls, shopping centers. Now, here's the problem. They own shopping malls. Now, I look at their cash flow and their income statement. Their income's creeped up since 2014 from about $4.5 billion to just under $6 billion. That's a pretty good creep. That's consistent. Um, their cash levels are at record highs. The net operating cash, record highs. Um, this is kind of important stuff if you own real estate. Your cash flow, your operating cash, your financing cash, your capital expenditures, cash at the end of the year, net change in cash. Um, so this may not be your investment. So you may look at Vornado Realty Trust, another REIT, or Brookfield Property REIT, which does a lot of retirement communities, which we're not killing old people. There's no shortage of old people. I am a proponent of killing old people because they don't pay the income taxes anymore. And they drain resources from Social Security and Medicare and Medi-Cal. I'm not really an advocate of killing old people. But I'm not against the idea of owning publicly traded real estate, office properties, retirement communities, malls. And when you own 100 shares, you own 100 shares. And you don't have to next month pay rent. Do you see where I'm going at with this? You don't have to pay the mortgage. If your tenant leaves, my t- I have a tenant leave in, in my property in North Carolina in November. Oh, what a horrible month to have it open, right? But my property management company is like, Robert, we just want to let you know, Mr. Black, that your tenant's leaving and we would love to work with you again. And I'm like, okay, just say it. Say, well, there's going to be a, a cost to doing that, but we'd love to work with you again. So anyway, um, Simon Properties yields 5.4%. Your bank, if you go to Bank of America, if you go to Wells Fargo, they're going to give you on a cash account or a checking account maybe one-half of 1% or one-quarter of one-half of one-eighth of a percent. Nothing. So I don't mind owning real estate that 
someone actually went out and bought, and they actually managed the property, and they share the income with you, a large chunk of the income with you. I like that. I like that a lot. So I like publicly traded REITs. I don't like hard money, and I don't like private REITs. Because I want to see my, I want to see the documents. You know, I want to see that you're actually buying property. I want to see who you're lending it to. I want to see who your tenants are. I want to see your occupancy rates. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. New website, newfocusfinancial.com, is out there and about. Check it out at newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I try to see myself as a rational man. I try to help you get to retirement. I try to do it in a semi-entertaining way. Uh, hopefully. I know some shows are way better than others. Trust me, I get it. Um, I don't know. At the seminar this weekend, we did one on Saturday and there was a person who came out who kind of saddened me. And, and uh, this is what I don't want you to be. She goes, oh, Chad was wonderful, but he's talking about stuff that takes a lot of money. I'm like, what's your situation? She goes, I'm 72. I've had a couple strokes. And I've got $20,000 maybe. I'm an artist. I'm like, you better keep making art, lady. Because you ain't got a lot of wiggle room there. Um, and I kind of want to avoid those kind of conversations, if you're following me. It's not that I don't like the ugliness that's the truth out there. It's the fact that I don't like the ugliness that's the truth out there. And it's a little discouraging. I own a couple homes. And I'll, I'll say this. They've been good to me. I've been very, very good to them by paying my mortgages all on time. I've been very, very good to the properties by any time there was a problem, I threw the money at it, if you know what I'm saying. If the air conditioner broke, I I wasn't trying to be cheap. I'm not a slumlord. But they've been good to me. But at the same time, I'm also not naive enough to go, ooh, I'm in love with real estate. Don't fall in love with your assets. That's my advice. Um... I'm surprised that some people have turned 72 years old and don't have a thing really to their name. That, to me, is, is the upsetting truth of that story, if you're, if you're catching where I'm going at with that. Um, the only people I've ever seen go bankrupt are people who put too much into real estate. So it's kind of like cautionary tale to you. And I hope it's appreciated. So one of the things that I saw a couple years ago happen, and it's kind of happening again, is we're starting to get kind of stupid with real estate. And that kind of bothers me. Zillow wants to make a new home, buying a new home easier. Have you ever been in a situation where you have a home, but you have to sell a home, and you're, you want to buy another home, another market, and you're like, how does this work? How do I sell it perfectly? And do I have to live in a garage or a hotel until my home sells? Dude, I can't afford two mortgages. 
So Zillow's trying to fix this problem. Zillow Group is publicly traded. They've had a horrible year. Um, but they want to make buying a new home and selling an existing one easy as trading in a car. It's very similar to a car. Have you ever had a car that was at its end of its days? And then you go, you're literally driving at the car dealership and it's barely running. You have to get someone to give you a jump because the battery dies at the dealership. And they're like, oh, we saw him coming a mile away. We're going to make a mo- lots of money on him. So Zillow is trying to do that. The real estate listing website has inked partnerships with multiple home builders that allow home buyers who buy a newly constructed home to sell their current house directly to Zillow's iBuying arm and get the cash for the new home and make everything smooth and easy. It's called Zillow Offers. It's only in 26 cities right now. I know Phoenix, Atlanta, Dallas. But people are taking advantage of the option because you get the ability to choose an extended closing time between seven days to eight months. And so you could sell your home today and move out in eight months. That is ultimate flexibility. If you've got kids in school and you know, like, you know, I got a renter leaving in November, I'm like, dang it. School's in session, so there's going to be fewer people looking at it. So there's caveats here. Zillow buys a home. The company said it aims to present an offer that reflects the current market value of the property. So you're not going to get people overbidding on it. Zillow deducts a service fee and an estimated repair and closing cost for the purchase price. The service fee is very similar to what real estate companies do in selling you, selling your home or buying your home. So there's stress and hassle that comes with buying another home when you have a home that you have to sell. And they're trying to like say, that's a problem. We can fix that. I don't know how much. I don't know if that's fixable. Zillow stock is down 30% in over the last three months, whereas the Dow Jones Industrial Average is down fractions. I see the home builders as big winners here, whether it be Brookfield Residential, MI Homes, or Pulte Group. But I don't see, like, and that bothers me because the last time we were having this kind of discussion, in my mind, was um, 2007-2008 where we saw a lot of Rex loans where you could sell 20% of your home right now to Rex and Rex will get that 20% ownership in the future when you sell it. It just seems stupid to me. People who buy newly constructed homes from some builders will be able to sell their current homes to Zillow. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It seems like a service we don't need. And I know you're saying, okay, okay, okay. Uh, but that's kind of a, re- a parallel that I'm seeing to 2007 is that real estate we're getting kind of stupid with right now. So we see GDP growth in the U.S. has been slowing. It looks like the United States government, the White House, needs to do something with China to stimulate the economy. I don't know if tax cuts are going to get through between now and the November elections. Probably not, Right. But um, there's some eerie resemblances between 2007 and right now as far as the recession. You know, the attack on the Saudi oil installations last week, it's too early to tell. But again, kind of a shock to the system with oil. It's not high enough yet, but we want to keep watching this. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.